BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Good morning. Baby, it's a brand new day. Experience a different tomorrow with Norwegian Cruise Line. Book today and get 50% off your cruise to Alaska, Europe, and beyond. Plus, everyone can enjoy their vacation with free unlimited open bar, free specialty dining, and more. Visit ncl.com, call your travel advisor, or 1-888-NCL-CRUISE. Offer ends soon. Norwegian Cruise Line. Ships Registry, the Bahamas and USA. Restrictions apply. The rest of my life gonna start today. Pumpkins said the world is a vampire, but I say the world is a mummy wrapped in mystery and secrets. This isn't 1979, this is 2023, and you can get on a plane right now and travel anywhere your heart desires. Learn about the region's history, culture, and people. Despite all your rage, you can still break non with the locals in India, have a pint in Ireland, or sip green tea in China, and you can do it tonight tonight. On this week, Week's episode of Spin the Globe on the brighter side. Yes, that's you're so articulate. Thank you. This episode is all about countries, but I don't know why I was like smashing pumpkins. The world you're is a vampire. It? No, let's do it. The world is a vampire, and, <laughs> and you know, and it's very mummified as well. Yeah. But we're not talking about those countries today. We're talking about Brazil, mm-hmm. Tajikistan, mm-hmm. Venezuela. And the Sudan, as we heard in our Spin the Globe, at the end of our last episode, our Spin the Globe uh, picks. And, um, you know, happy to be in America. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Doing this research, there's some pros and cons. And, of course, on this show, we do find the brighter side of everything. Yes. Some things are a little more difficult to find the brighter side of. Oh, absolutely. And, um, you know, we'll uh, we'll get into it in just a second. But first, I want to remind everyone this episode comes out today. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Yay. everybody. Amber's got a green microphone. We're feeling good about it. Uh, But tonight, we have a show over at the Pack Theater. If you can come out, it's going to be at 9 p.m. That's uh, that's in Hollywood. We got Lisa Curry on the show. Mm -hmm. She seems Irish. She seems Irish. (laughs) She's blonde and drunk. (laughs) And Fifi Dosh is going to be on the show. And, of course, Amber and I will be there to talk to you about your... uh, Trials and tribulations and all that good stuff. But the Brighter Side Live is back at yes. the Pack Theater. Uh, I couldn't be more excited. We're going to be doing another one in case you missed this one for the late notice uh, in May. On um, May uh, 19th, 
we'll be doing another uh, Brighter Side Live at the Pack Theater. So come check it out. If you miss this one, you can come to that one. Uh, but I can't be more excited to get back on stage with you, Amber. I've been feeling sharp. Yeah. And, uh, I was in Vegas last week. You just did a show with 1,300 people, right? 1,300 fuckers. And no one shot you in the head. No one shot me in the head. Well, they weren't allowed to bring their guns. Oh, the, in uh, Vegas? <laughs> I know. That's crazy. That's no. like a mandatory, you got to bring your guns in here. Well, actually, it was in Henderson at okay. the M Resort Spa and Casino. Ooh. And I have to say, I spent the day at the spa, treated myself good. I loved it. I love spas. Did you get like a dip in a pool? I did a, uh, I did, they had a, a hot tub and then I did a, a sauna and mm-hmm. a steam room. I love it. That's I, the best. I like the uh, sauna more than the steam room. Oh, just the heat and not the wet heat? Yeah, the wet heat with all the smoke and stuff and it's all wet. Yeah, that's how COVID started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it just seems like a tough spot to be in. I was in the gym in the sauna and mm-hmm. they have these like pools and whatnot at my LA Fitness and it's LA Fitness. So, of course, it's a lot of people. From all walks of life, right? And it's like right on the boulevard. So there's some people that are a little hot and heavy with their words. Mm -hmm. And there were two dudes about to get into a fight. And I was like, man, you're like right by a hot tub. Like this is the worst. (laughs) You could slip and fall and like drown. You ever see Eastern Promises? No. Oh, it's this great movie about the Russian mafia. You love depressing movies. Oh, yeah, but you'd love this one. Okay. Uh, It's the Russian mafia in London, and Viggo Mortensen is like a CIA agent trying to, like, infiltrate uh, the the Russian mob, and there's a big fight in a a steam room. It's very sexy. Lots of dicks and stabbing. Dicks in the buttholes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you stabbing with the knives and the the punches with the fists and everyone's naked. You'd love it. I love it. I often wonder in like ancient Greek and Roman wrestling, Mm because they did it naked, they had to fuck each other a little bit, right? I mean, you got to win. Yep. You got to win. You know know what they say about the Greeks? They've been fucking boys since before God. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Nice. Oh, you know what I, um, speaking of a, uh, that that uh, touchy subject. I went and I went and did a no no when I was. You touched Vegas. a child? No, close. I went to the Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil show. Ooh, he 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 ha ha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was great. It yeah? was. Uh, did they bring a little boy and they flipped him up in the air? No, you. But you can win one on their way out. There you go. The, uh, no, the uh, <laughs> no. It was unbelievable. I had uh, they had a. They had a Michael Jackson hologram, Ooh. sang Man in the Mirror. You know, that was a lot of fun. And then there was like people flipping her all around and, and bouncing in between trampolines. And like, it was it was great. I love living in America. I I, I couldn't, I was like, we went as like as a half joke. And then halfway through this, I was like, this is unbelievable. I know. <laughs> this is a truly great Did show. Did you take drugs or anything? I mean, I should, I forgot my mushrooms. So, but I, but we were, we, we, we drank a bunch. High on life. Yeah, yeah. We, we ate some uh, pop, Do I have a pop prop- candies. That's nice. Do yeah. I have a problem when I'm like, oh, you went to this beautiful concert. Were you on drugs? Well, no, I it's something if people go and they do drugs, they should do drugs while they see this. Okay, good. Yeah, no, you're correct in asking. Okay. No, 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 no. That was a, you that was I, I would totally suggest it. I didn't see the Beatles Cirque du Soleil show. That sounds like it sucks. It does sound like it sucks. What are they right? gonna do? Play fucking acoustic guitar? Yeah, Michael Jackson's known for his dancing and jumping around and shit. Although no crotch grabbing. It is a. It, we're in a Republican nation, Ed. <laughs> Puritanical nation. They're taking away the drag shows and they're taking away the crotch grabbing. Yeah, and not to name drop. Another thing I did that was surprisingly, uh, I gotta say, delightful. I hung out with Polly Shore for like two straight days. Oh, the weasel. Yeah, and he was so nice. 
Yeah. I wasn't expecting him to be so kind and inviting and just like, he was very generous. He bought us all dinner. What? At a fancy Italian restaurant. He like bought everyone, like a, a table full of like 10 people dinner. That must have been like in Vegas, like three grand. Well, he's friends with the chef, so who knows what he paid. But still, very impressive. Wow. And then he brought me out to this crazy ass club and there was like, I never, you know me, I don't go clubbing. No. You know, but we had a table and then like, he, there was some poor sucker who was sitting there. I don't know who it was, but he got stuck with the bill. They like, the lady came over and she's like, who's your table captain? And I was like, get that thing the fuck away from me. He put my <laughs> hand up. I was like, I was like, I'm not going anywhere near that goddamn bill. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, no, it was like, a, he, they bought a bunch of bottles and we, it was the craziest club I ever been to. It was in Resort World, wherever that is. Resort World? It's a new one, I guess. I don't know. You know me, I'm not a big Vegas guy, but it sounds like they're stepping it up. I had a great time. And you know what? Didn't have to gamble once. There you go. See, I like this because I don't like mm -hmm. gambling. Vegas always had two things I hated, losing money and rules. Yeah. You know, I don't get the gambling out of here. There's, they're, they're loosening up on the rules, too. There's lots of weed everywhere now. and like you know. I love it. Yeah, no. So I, I, I enjoy I I had a good time in Las Vegas, Nevada. Wow. Set it into a microphone. Holy shit. I know. It's crazy. You're a new man. I don't know what happened. I, I, I'm i not going to go back. It seems like it was too good to be true. I kind of want to hold on to this memory. Yeah. You know, and feel it and be good about it. But it was fucking fun. Because last time you went, your dad died. No, well, no. that. <sighs> and you stayed in like some circus in, circus. That was in Reno. This the same thing, right? No. Reno is like... Somewhere else. It's like the Bakersfield of Nevada. Okay. Yeah, you know, so it's it's not fun. It's 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 awful. It's northern Nevada. It's like an hour from Tahoe. Right, because when you were go. describing it, I was like, did you bum a cigarette from a bed bug? Like, what's yeah. going on? Well, that's the good thing about Reno. When you stay, you know, you don't have to sleep alone because of the bed bugs. There you go. No one's ever alone with bed bugs. Yeah, no, I, I was joking about it. They were loving it. I was joking about how awful Reno is and stuff like that. And <laughs> I, was saying, I was saying when I was in town, I was trying to save money. I was staying at Circus Circus. Which is uh, French for homeless, homeless. <laughs> <laughs> they got to have somewhere to sleep. That's right. But we're talking about countries around the world today. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. First up is going to be Amber. Brazil. Brazil is... Oh. Sorry. No, play it. Play it some more. <laughs> this, is, um, this is the Brazil National Anthem. I, I keyed it up for you. I love it. It sounds so aristocratic. Hino Nacional Brasiliano. It sounds like what they play before they shoot me in the head. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it happens. Yeah. <laughs> play it while I have a couple jokes. I guess play it while Is it I do okay? That. Yeah. Does it bother you? No. Okay. Brazil is known for the Christ the Redeemer statue, where Jesus is holding his hands out, showing how big of a fish he caught. <laughs> <laughs> the Brazilian banana spider can cause a painful erection, which you can also get just going to their beach. <laughs> Lots of heinies. That's good. That's the only two jokes I have. Oh, those are great jokes. Thank you. I just wrote them. I thought the big fish one was kind of corny. But oh, I love who corny. Who gives a you, shit? You talk about who you're looking at over here. Corny, corny, corny Zabrowski. I don't know why I called you Zabrowski. <laughs> Your last fine. name's Larson. Oh. Um. So I'll get to my little think piece on it. Okay. Should we keep the? Music? Do you want me to turn it off? Yeah, let's turn it off. Sorry. So I thought I didn't know much about Brazil. I thought it would be like ethnically homogenous, like everybody kind of looks the same. Mm -hmm. And I thought it'd be a little bit smaller, but I was wrong. It's like huge. Brazil's gigantic. It's gig It's the fifth largest country. It stretches all the way to the ocean and all the way deep into the continent. Mm -hmm. Meaning if you visit, you can see the ocean, the desert. You can go to the farmland. You can visit the Amazon rainforest, which has about 
60% of the Amazon rainforest is in Brazil. Yeah. There are 27 different regions and you can visit and they all have their own uniqueness. So there's the central west that's kind of in the middle and that grows all the food. It's the farm area. Okay. And then there's the east. That's where all the money is. It's the beach. It's where all the tourists visit. Yeah. Um, it's where you hear that girl from Benimicus walking in like the bikinis yeah. and the thongs. And it also has different racial demographics. Like the north has more black people and the south is more white people mm -hmm. and there's also the pardo people which is african european and indian ancestry and the also the largest population of japanese people outside of japan whoa interesting. they're in brazil that's cool. i don't know and there's also just totally uncontacted tribes oh i bet in the amazon yeah they're I mean, just chilling yeah that's crazy shit you ever see medicine man uh, With Sean Connery and uh, what should we call it? And um, no, and uh, what's her name from the the psychiatrist from The Sopranos? I don't uh, know. Lorraine Bracco. Okay, uh, they're searching for the cure for cancer in the rainforest, and it's like it's great. And he's just been there forever, and he's become the local medicine man. I love it. Yeah, and then they they're searching for the cure for cancer, and then they you know they're sitting on it, and they can't mm -hmm. find it. And then meanwhile, all these horrible paper companies are coming, they're tearing down the rainforest. Fuck them. Yeah, the sons of bitches. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, but yeah, no, it's it's a great movie. I, okay, I totally and because Sean Connery, I don't want to give away the, I don't want to give away the. End. They found the cure. Mm -hmm. Um, because Sean Connery's white, I guess it could make sense. I, yeah. I never knew like oh, you could be a white person from Brazil, but oh. that's because like in the southern parts where mm -hmm. the most white people are, it's like Germany and Italy. They all immigrated. The in Nazis, the boys from Brazil. Before then, the mm -hmm. early 1800s, they started coming down. Oh. So then, when the Nazis tried to flee, they were like, "Oh, we got a buddy over there." Down in Brazil, it was already set up. Okay. okay. So they could just go. Uh, places like Rio de Janeiro, it's very class divided. Oh, yeah. And that's the beach towns with the money and the mansions. Uh, you also have the favelas, which are poor towns. So here's a picture, Eddie, if you could describe yeah, no, this to me. It's very crazy. It's like they're like tin huts that are like stacked on top of each yes. other, kind of. Uh, it's very uh, it's very intense. And then there's literally a line. And on the other side of the line, there's a tennis court and pools and it just seems like there's no middle class yeah no going you ever on. see city of god no all oh, these movies eddie you're just such a movie fan i am a movie fan and the, but, the, but that movie is real fucking wild it's mm -hmm. all about like the low-level gangsters in uh in, in rio de janeiro it's fucking crazy for these like these pieces i'm doing mm -hmm. i watched a lot of travel vlogs yeah because i wanted to do facts but i also wanted to have more of a human talking point and mm -hmm. not just be like it's population is five point bah, bah, bah. you know, like kind of get a vibe of it yeah i saw a fashion show in the favela cool and they seemed very um there were like transgender people there just oh yeah no it's very free fine. thinking and stuff like that. yeah yeah very open sexually absolutely it's, it's very coming from an american standpoint and i think that's another thing moving forward because i have two latin american things mm -hmm. and i think as an american we often think of politics and sort of way of living is sort of a, a an American base yeah. and everything else outside of it. But you have to just, it's like apples and oranges. Mm -hmm. But anyways, it was just interesting seeing like open trans people, also people of all shapes and sizes, just doing this fashion show. Whereas in America, it's typically only one size, one shape, one person. I also mean, different. Like fat. 
<laughs> America, we're no, notoriously fat. Well, not in a lot of fashion shows, like not oh, yeah. in Victoria's Secret, oh, not in I Chanel, see what you're not I in see these. What you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. And some other talking, like some other places to visit. There's the flooded desert. Ooh. For six months out of the year, there's a blue lagoon in the desert, and it's a national park you can Whoa. visit. But you have to rent a four wheeler, and it's kind of dangerous to get to it. So look at these pictures. Oh wow, that's beautiful. Isn't it beautiful? And it's like little lakes, kind of surrounded yeah. by desert. Wow. So it's a beautiful white desert pristine and then this floods happen and it's just little pockets of these blue perfect rainwater that sounds wonderful i would love to go swimming in that wow it's very dangerous to get there i saw a video of another vlogger and oh, it's to get to this just place? to get to this yeah. and it's like oh my god i don't know about all this you gotta ha you have to hire a guide to drive the four-wheeler oh yeah no way could an american navigate this don't try and do that unless you're from new york Unless you're like a cab driver from New York. Well, I just, I, I wouldn't want to do anything by myself in Brazil. I don't, no. you know, just like, I want a buddy, show me the ropes. You Get know. a guide. And yeah. sometimes these guides, like, that's also a way for them to make money. They're glad to show you around. Yeah. They'll protect you. Mm -hmm. uh, the flag, it's a blue ball and a yellow diamond, 27 stars, the countries with all the stars. Or the motto is Ordem e Progresso, which means order and progress. Oh, very nice. Here is like a Brazilian treehouse. You could because I love Airbnb to see the vibe of where you can stay. Yes. Look how beautiful this treehouse is. I mean, that's unbelievable. And it's only like a hundred dollars a night. I love that. It's wow. right right by Rio de Janeiro, but it's not obviously in the favelas, but it's kind of right outside of yeah, it. Yeah, it's the kind of place where you'd have to cook your own meals and stuff. Absolutely. How it's a nook in the trees. <laughs> yeah. Just getting ready to get mauled by a panther. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it definitely looks like a place you can visit, but like hire a guide. Brazil's on my list of places. Yeah. To go. It does have the second largest favela in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, you know? But I would say I would say go. It's in Sao Paulo, the most populated city. It's an ad-free city. So on public transit, there's no posters. Really? There's no banners. There's a really good art scene in Sao Paulo. Yeah? Yeah, and a really great music scene. Uh, Brazilian music is unbelievable. I was listening to some today. What'd you hear? It's just like a playlist. Do you know Sue George? So Sue Jorge. Yeah. Uh, he's from, uh, he's from, I think he's from Rio de Janeiro. He did a lot of the City of God soundtrack, but he also uh, was in uh, The Life Aquatic, uh, the Wes Anderson it. film. And he did a bunch of David Bowie covers, but in Portuguese. I love this. Yeah. yeah, I played a lot of Brazilian music today when I was like, I, I did my dishes and mm -hmm. swept the floor. I did a lot of like work, but it was just like, la, 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 la. And I did it's it very so quickly. so nice and fun. Yeah. Another nice and fun thing, dolphins and fishermen work together in south of Brazil. Whoa. The bottlenose dolphins, since 1847, they help. They signal the fishermen with their tail slaps so fishermen know where to cast their nets. And the dolphins, they get a little fish sometimes and like a little pet. They just like helping out people. Man, I love dolphins. I love them too, even though they have rape. Even though they do rape, I still like Those them. Those are the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ed. No problem. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Here's something that could be good or bad. I don't know. But the prisoners, if they read classical literature, they get time off on their sentence. Whoa! And if they cycle on stationary bikes and the stationary bikes sort of power the streets and a lot of cars, they get time shaved off on their sentence. Wow, I am thin. And then, so you get a little educated, a little bit healthier, and like you get time shaved off. I love Brazilian food. Do you ever? They got great coffee. Great coffee, great ceviche, mm-hmm. and you can also go like further in the farmland, and it's more meat product. Oh yeah, but the meat is like the cow over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the same Lots American of boar and shit like that. Yeah, because in America you get like your package of beef from the grocery. You don't mm-hmm. know where this cow was. In Brazil, especially in the farmland areas, it's like it was right over there. It's like fresh meat. You know the um you probably know because you you you've been doing all this, but the largest dump in the world is in Brazil. Oh really? Even yeah. bigger than my bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> bigger than my ass? Yeah, it's right outside of Rio. It's um it, I forget what it's called, but there's a there's a whole documentary about it called Wasteland. And there's full communities that live inside of the dump and like try what? to find yeah, and like try to find like valuable trash and stuff like that. And like it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The largest in the world. Sounds like a Silver Lake Goodwill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See what I can sift through the trash and find a skirt that I can sell. Um, so yeah, that is my Brazil. Oh, and this is Empanima for $45 a night, and it's a five-minute walk to the beach. Whoa. Here is this Airbnb. Look oh, how very pretty nice. it is. It looks pure. Sip through the pictures. Sip through the pictures. Okay, so this is $45 a night. Whoa. And look how just like sweet. clean and like there's it's just showing this is why I'm kind of hmm about this listing because they're just showing the actual apartment. Yeah. And not you the can't, not what's going on outside. Yeah, yeah. So it makes me think that it's it's a, it's, a, it's a it's a couple block walk to the beach. Yeah, you, know? you probably gotta walk through a couple things. They got, you know, they got lots of plants, lots of it's very it's very white, like as in color white. Yeah, it's very pristine, but then again, there's no... Oh, it's an apartment building, yeah. Yeah, there's like a big fence around it, though. So it makes me think you have to walk... The five-minute walk, they say, is probably going to be like with a gun in your hand. <laughs> um, well, I, I think Impamina is pretty nice. It is but nice, is a, but there, you got to... Again, you got to watch out. Yeah, I, I think Brazil um, is... Uh, let me double-check this before I... I uh, 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 say it, but I'm pretty sure that Brazil is number one in murders per year, not by uh, not by uh, what you call by density, but by uh, actual number. Interesting. Yes, that's the thing when you're looking for Airbnb because I love Airbnbs. I find them to be cheaper than hotels, but make sure you get a super host, mm-hmm. and also make sure you scour what's around it. So yeah, this apartment's forty five dollars a night. You need to see what's right outside it because it. Could be outside of a bad place. Oh, okay. Oh, it's not on the list anymore. That's nice. Okay. Maybe they're doing better. They're doing better. Oh, the homicide count. Oh, yeah. It's number two in number of homicides. But uh, but rate is 27.38 per 100,000. So that's not that bad. That's not that bad. Uh, whereas America is like, uh, well, it's way worse in America. But what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know? So it looks incredibly beautiful. I would say go to your own discretion have a guide, make sure you tip very well, be very kind. Don't be, because I've seen a couple travel vloggers that sort of like saunter in Mm -hmm. like they own the place. And I'm like, you don't own the place. You're here as a visitor. Yeah. You come and you tip and you treat people well and you be kind. Okay. 
please. I like that. Don't talk bad about Pele. He just passed away. R.I.P. All right, Pele. Oh, who's Pele? Pele's the greatest soccer player who's ever lived. Oh, he, you know he's very. It was he's old, you know. So I he, thought it was that guy with the wife, and they live in Dubai, and he changed the laws so you because he's not married. Ronaldo. Ronaldo. So he he's now living in Dubai with mm-hmm. his quote unquote wife girlfriend, but they're not married because he wants to like fuck her, whatever. But he changed the laws in Dubai instead of marrying her, so you can live as a couple without being married. Oh, very King James of him. I don't think I like Ronaldo. No, you don't have to like Ronaldo, but okay. Pele. Good guy. All you know, right. He always has always smiling, give back to the community. He got robbed once. It was a nightmare. Oh no, they did he kick him? him? No, it, you know, he tried to kick back probably. <laughs> but um no the but you know, he just passed away and uh, all hail Pele. All hail Pele. Yeah. You love he's he's you know he's in a movie too. He's in a movie too. <laughs> What's the movie Pele's in? Uh it's some soccer movie with Sylvester Stallone. I think it's called Victory. I'm playing soccer. I'm Sylvester <laughs> He's trying to punch the soccer ball and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wasn't Sylvester Stallone in a porn? Yes, he okay. was. In one of his, it was one of his first films. Good for him. Yes, but I think it was softcore. I don't think it was like full penetration. Oh, it was just like- Jim I'm Carrey was also in a porn. Really? Yeah, but not like full. Like it was also softcore. Like he was like jerking off. In it was a Canadian porn, so he was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> just apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's me on Brazil. You go for it, Eddie. Um, well, I am here to talk about Tajikistan. Now, um, I wish I had more nice things to say, but I will speak in fact. You want to hear some Tajikistan jokes? Yeah. All right. Tajikistan is perfectly placed between Afghanistan and China, so don't expect much foot traffic. <laughs> Uh, Tajikistan is so boring that its capital, Dushanabe, is named after Monday. <laughs> really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Garfield would hate it there. Garfield would fucking hate Tajikistan. Hardly any lasagna. <laughs> yeah. um, in 2016, this is a fact, uh, the Olympic athlete uh, Dishad Nazarov, uh, he got gold in the hammer throw. Yeah, and he got uh, silver in the screwdriver stab. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, wonderful uh, Tajikistan. I, uh, you know, it, it's it was a it was used to be the heart of the Silk Road. It's been around forever, um, but it used but it's gone through many uh, many. It hasn't been in Tajikistan since 1994. It hasn't been independent since 94. Oh. Um, it it was under it was under rule of. Uh, of Russia for a very long time, but uh, from but from the the Samurai Empire in eight nineteen all the way to nineteen twenty four, that's what it was. But then the Soviets came in in ninety four, and it, they uh, they they won their freedom uh, in in nineteen twenty nine. Okay, so sorry, let me, I'm getting the the time straight. So they were number one in the Silk Road under yes. China's rule. No, under no, they under were just Japan's- like the Silk Road runs all the way from China to you know Greece. Okay, so they were like a main part of the Silk Road. You'd have to a lot of it was take we would have, you'd have to travel through Tajikistan. Okay, okay, yeah, and so they were they were a big part of that. But they they for many years they were part of the the Samurai Empire, and then the Soviets took over in twenty four, and then the the Soviet autonomy, and then the Soviet Republic took over in twenty nine, and then they got independent from Russia. In 1991, when everything was broken up. 
91 independence yes. broken up. Okay, and was now, that tear down that wall, Mr. Gorbachev? Yes. Is that when that happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And then in 94, they have their current constitution and became Tajikistan. Um, there's about 9,800,000 people there. That's a lot of people. That's a shit ton of people in this place. Um, but there, you know, there's there's a lot going on. I looked into um here's some interesting facts I found. Um it has um some of the most inspiring how high altitude scenery in the world. Over 90% of Tajikistan is upland and 50% of the country has an elevation of more than 3000 meters or 9824 feet I above bet, sea level. So I that's bet, like 3 miles up. Gee, I bet the people, sorry, the lungs Oh, yeah. I wonder if they could be, I mean, this might sound cruel, but like studied in a way. Because I bet their lung capacity is just intense. Yeah, because they just live all the way up. This is like, you know, double the size of Denver. And they ha- it's not like they could just go to, de- like, you know, the Walgreens to get mm. medicine. Like, they got to make it, do it, everything themselves, and like walk. So it's like you're working through three miles up in the air. Yeah. And if you're driving, make sure you ride on the Pamir Highway, the world's second highest road. Uh, It boasts some of the most staggering scenery on the planet. Oh. Yes. um, Another fun thing is it has uh, the world's largest glacier outside of the polar regions. So is it by water? No, it's landlocked. But the mountains are so high that the glaciers are up in the mountains. What? Yeah, it's wild shit. So you can go ice skating in the mountains. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, they're the world's highest dam, the world's highest everything, except for the people, because I don't think they're allowed to smoke weed. Um, <laughs> there's a really cool sport in Tajikistan called Gush Tinjiri, which is uh, a type of wrestling played between districts. Each district has its own Alufta, who is crowned the best wrestler, and they are a respected community member, but lower-ranking individuals will, freak, will frequently challenge them to a fight. Um, in winter, there's another sport called Buzkashi, which is a popular sport. The game is similar to polo, but in played on horseback, where players aim to scoop up a dead goat and land on it in their goal. I'm looking up to Tajikistan men, and mm-hmm. they look strong and serious. Oh, I would imagine. They don't look like they would, they don't look mean in any way, but because some of the older men, it's a lot of older men I see, they're smiling. Yes. But they look very strong. Oh, yeah. They um, look, um, are yeah, they I mean, Islamic? They're all, they're all wrestlers, yes. Um, it's very, uh, it's about, uh, it's, as far as religion goes, it's 96.4% Islamic, um, 1.8 Christianity, and um, 1.5 uh Atheist. The, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Cool. I would not want to be an atheist there. The yeah, I know. You keep that. You, you keep that secret. Yeah, you just say you're Islam. Yeah. <laughs> the women look incredibly beautiful. I'll say I'm that. Sure, I'm sure they are. It's a lot of, I'm, I'm, I don't want to step on your thing, no, Eddie. No, no, we're talking. They're very, it's a lot of braids, which mm-hmm. I love braids. They keep your, I'm wearing them right now. It keeps your hair fresh. Yeah. And um, they're, they look very happy, very colorful. Lots of color, lots of braids, the pattern. I can see the quilt making looks incredible. It's like the black background with like pops of color of flowers and things. Yeah. It's very um, old world. I love it. Mm-hmm. They may not have much money, but the education system is very good. They have a very high literacy rate at 99.8%, which is crazy. Higher than America. Way higher than America. Do you know that California is a 71%? What? Yeah. 
That's it's freaking crazy. They're smarter than us. You know, it's it's wild. Uh, the football is the most popular sport. Going back to the sports, mm-hmm. um, but uh, the the other games that are their own are the ones that are uh, most exciting to me. Uh, I would love to watch the. Um, the, the dead goat game, no question about it. <laughs> um, now, I'm over on the Travel Safe Abroad area here, and it is a medium risk for um, for traveling. I will say for women, it looks like I don't see a lot of women in hajib, which if you are if under the Quran, you it's your choice yeah. what you can wear. Um, but it looks like these women are sort of, they're conservative in the fact that their, their arms and shoulders are sort of covered, but... They're not, their hair isn't covered, from what I see. According to TravelSafeAbroad.com, women traveler risk is low. Um, Love it. Generally speaking, uh, Tajikistan is safe for solo female travelers, and many women will find Tajikistan much easier to explore than countries such as India or Egypt, while staring and groping are much more common. However, you uh, shouldn't relax as there is a... Oh, they're saying that about Egypt and India, not Tajikistan. Um, you shouldn't <laughs> relax, and uh, you know there have been incidents uh, involving over-friendly tour guides making solo female travelers feel uncomfortable, but you know, like... You can say that about America. That's, yeah, that's in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the scams, high risk, terrorism risk, low. But unless, but if you're close to the Afghanistan border, there's lots of fighting over there. So be very careful over there. America does not want you going over there. Doesn't look like, natural disasters, though, very high risk. Lots of uh, lots of earthquakes there. Lots of there's been a couple of earthquakes that have killed thousands of people in Tajikistan. Oh, because it's like so high up in altitude. Then sorry, look at like this architecture right here. Look how beautiful. Oh it yeah, is. no, it's very tall, prominent, very you know. It's, Lots of color. You mm-hmm. can get a flight a thousand dollars. But that's if I were to leave tomorrow. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you planned out. it out properly. But yeah, so um, I don't think it's going, uh, if I'm going to go there pretty soon, but um, <laughs> I would say that, uh, that, that you know, it's it, if you wanted to, it's going to be beautiful. Just- I mean, the architecture is like Islamic architecture. That's that gorgeous, deep mm-hmm. blue and also that sort of sandy um, brick that it's made from. I, it looks gorgeous, to be honest. And there's like 20 Airbnbs in all of Tajikistan. Really? Um, I looked at some of them go for as low as $20 a night, but I've seen other ones that are pretty nice for $140. Uh, so go check that out if you want to uh, if you want to go over there. We're not sponsored by Airbnb, but we do like to um, give them a shout out. Um, if you're going to fly, you're going to fly into Dashambi International Airport. It's the main airport and is located in the country's capital, Dushanbe. Tajikistan has a continental climate characterized by hot summers, mild winters. So if you plan on venturing to the Pamir Mountains, expect a semi-arid polar climate. There you go. Tajikistan. I like that it's like lady travelers can go. Like the most it said that you'll get hassled by the tour guide or something. Yeah, that's literally anywhere. That's everywhere. Yeah, try try going to get a surf instructor, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so it is landlocked. And uh, so make sure the... um, is many country, oh, here, this is important, uh, useful information, visas. Uh, many countries uh, do not need a visa to enter Tajikistan, but they can be easily acquired online at the Jishambi International Airport upon revi- arrival. Multiple entry visas for visits longer than 45 days cannot be obtained online, and you will need to contact your local embassy. I don't know, just in case people want to go. Just in case you want to go. I mean, it looks like an interesting destination. Yeah, you know. I- and there's lots of places in the world to go visit that aren't like you know, major metropolis areas, just interesting little nooks, I guess. No, and it's not that, it's really not that, um, 
It's a little scary, but not that scary, to be honest with you. you know, you're I mean, more like- I ride the LA subway. Like, I'm fine. Exactly. You're more likely to get clip-clopped to death by a ram or something than, <laughs> than a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it is beautiful if you get in those mountains and you'll see stuff that you can't see any other part of the world. I love this. And who would have known? I didn't know Tajikistan existed. And now we know. Thank you, Eddie. I really I really didn't know that it existed either. I, I, I hate admitting it. But yeah, no, this is, uh, <laughs> it seems all right. It seems all right. I, and, it, and also, last time I did Uzbekistan, it, it also neighbors Uzbekistan. Oh, what's with the stands? I wonder why. I don't know. I don't know. I never even met a stand. <laughs> I'm looking up their food. I want to see Tajikistan food. It says Tajik cuisine. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks a lot of like spreads that you eat with your hands. Yeah, it's it's very similar to other Mideastern food. Lots of like lamb and uh, lots of chicken breads and, yeah. and and hummuses and stuff like that. It's a, it's a, it's very similar to the olives. You know, the high climate vegetables and stuff. like right. that. Right. Yeah, they're not going to have a lot of what. What is a low climate? I guess fish. Yeah, they oranges is a low climate. Oranges. Well, it's not a vegetable, but you know what I'm saying. But you know, water watermelon. That's also not a vegetable. You know, but that's low climate. I'm in Tajikistan, and I want watermelon. Give it to me. <laughs> what do you think they do? They like, get this white woman out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can find her something. Yeah, they find, I'm sure they have some kind of fruit that has to exist. Let me see Tajikistan fruit. You know, I'm so glad the internet exists. Be careful um, what you search there. Oh, I don't think do they well, what's their LG Oh they have they have fruit. Oh yeah. What is it? What's the fruits grown in Tajikistan? Apricots, pears, plums, apples, cherries, pomegranates, Dates, figs. Probably. I love it. They say nuts, but nuts aren't fruit. Get it together, Google. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of lots of breads and you can go to Mar there's um there's dairy dishes. Um, usually served as part of a spread of appetizers and a Tajik meal scooped with pieces of flatbread, including chaka, a sour milk preparation, thick yogurt, you know, stuff like that, kefir. Oh, I love kefir. One time I had a dinner of kefir and kimchi. Mm-hmm. I shit every particle out of my body. That's great. The next day. I'm telling you, if you want a colon cleanse, get some little of that kefir and a little, what yeah. do you call it? Um, what did I just say? Kimchi. Yeah. It'll get you going, baby. Yeah, they don't seem like a good mix. No. No, it was a bad time. It was a bad <laughs> bad couple days there. But I tell you what, I lost five pounds. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's wonderful. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So should I move on? Let's move on. Let's talk about Venezuela. Venezuela. You got the, I'll do the joke. You want me to hear the anthem? Just the anthem. Yeah. It sounds like I'm at a ball. 
Mm. Like I'm dancing around with like a big dress. Oh, it's got a picture of an of an owl staring you down on the. <laughs> oh, on the thing. Yeah, that's great. It's beautiful. That's fun. The capybara's home is in Venezuela, and it's considered a rodent. Capybaras look too sweet to be a rodent. I want to cuddle with him, not hit it with a shoe. <laughs> Can you imagine a capybara in your walls in your New York City apartment? That thing's so big, you better pay rent. No, 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 no. I love capybaras. They're so cute. I love them too, and like they're friends with every single animal. I imagine if you hit it with a shoe, it wouldn't even face it. No, it'd be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your apathetic friend that smokes weed. It'd be like, why? That's why me. are you hitting me with a shoe? <laughs> That's what you are, Eddie. Okay, so I'll move on. I guess if you could turn off some capybara jokes. Some capybara jokes. Well, that was my joke on Venezuela. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I will go ahead and say that Venezuela broke my heart. Okay. Um, it really broke my heart doing this research. Did you cry for it? I did. Oh, no, that's Argentina. That's Argentina, Shit. Eddie. Fuck! Fuck! They're going to get so <laughs> mad. <laughs> um, because it's a beautiful place. Like, this is Angel Falls. It's the tallest waterfall in the world. You can't go on your own. You have to have a guide take you because it's a protected area. And there's no flights going anywhere near it. So it's like a three-day journey just to get there. Whoa. Look how tall that is, Ed. That's like on the top of a goddamn mountain. Yeah. Instant rainbow. Over 2,000 feet tall. That's crazy. 2,600 feet tall. Oh, my God. That is fucking crazy. That is gorgeous. Yes. What's it called again? uh, The Angel Falls. Angel Falls. I love it. And there's also the Island of Margarita, where you can go wind sailing. Margaritaville? I know. Look at at, at Margaritaville. (laughs) Look at that. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. A little sugar and salt. (laughs) Yeah. And I did see a travel vlog where he was like, he did go to a nightlife there. And it seemed like some people were kind of going in and out. Um, but there was a lot of like burned out buildings, sailboats that didn't work. Yeah. Um, buildings that weren't functional, things that were no longer there that you can tell at a past had and it was there. Yeah. Um, I had a roommate when I speak of New York City. I had a roommate from Venezuela when I lived in New York. And she said that her brother in Venezuela, was held up at gunpoint and was demanded for to vote for a certain politician. Oh, wow. Um, which is Maduro, the guy on there now. So whenever someone's like, it's a free and elected thing, it's not. So another reason why in my research, I'm, I kind of had a difficult time to kind of put two and two together with these words on the internet is because it's like comparing apples and oranges mm-hmm. with our American idea and a Latin American idea. So if you are a far left radical in America, you are considered considered center right. Okay. In Venezuela. Um they're very it's just it's just two different things. Yeah, they their their version of leftism is terrifying. It's it's a radical dictatorship. Yeah. And they won't say it on Wikipedia. They'll just say like, oh, it's like a leftist country. But then I start reading into it and I'm like, this is crazy. So I'm going to do like a very, like a history of it and it's going to go fast. Okay. And feel free to be like, Amber, I know you're going to be like, you missed a hundred years, but. I mean, I don't know. I I, I personally don't know. This is all news to me. Okay. I'm not, all I know is about Venezuela. This is like a 10 second summary. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, Venezuela became independent in 1810. And it was also attached to Colombia at the time. So there was fighting and coups to establish territory in the 19th century. It was like their version of the American Civil War. 
Um, the oil, then oil was discovered. Then there was more unrest. Then they became very anti-communist, and the USA got involved, and a lot of people died. Mm-hmm. Then a bunch of churches and roads were built, and a lot of these boats and sort of this golden era happened. That's what like a quote unquote said golden era because some people would disagree. And then another coup happened. Then this guy Hugo Chavez, who'd been in prison twice for his political beliefs, came into power yeah. and then changed their version of the Constitution. Uh, he changed it to their president terms were expanded. The president could be reelected. Um, executive decree, which is sort of like, I can say what I want and you have to do it, which is like in America, as a dumbass American, I look at Joe Biden sometimes and I'm like, why can't you say we do the thing? Mm-hmm. And I, I get frustrated that it takes so many hands to make a decision. But at the end of the day, I think that's a good idea because it shouldn't be one person at the top just being like, you do this. Yeah, no, of course. So he made executive decrees A-OK to happen. And um, <laughs> and then he got cancer and he got sick. Uh, Venezuela became more polarized because some people thought he was becoming a dictator and some people loved him. So in 2009, oil prices fell again. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. they fell again in the 1980s. So in the 80s, they had a hit. Also, 2009, they had a hit. Chavez got cancer and picked Maduro. He picked him because he just loved Chavez. And that's what a lot of these fucking guys do. Yeah, it's usually like their kid that they put in charge. Yeah, they're like, oh, he likes me. We'll get it done. And like, maybe this guy is dumbass. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Whatever. My my friend's brother had a gun pointed at him. They said, vote for him. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Maduro printed a bunch of money. So hyperinflation happened to 438%. Damn. To put it in perspective, USA has a 6% inflation rate. And we're all bitching about it. And yeah. Shit. They have a 438 inflation rate because Damn. he just printed a bunch. It's like this guy didn't know what he was doing. And of it's course. Ultimate dictatorship. Yeah. But you start reading on you this. Money, make, make more money. Let's see. You know. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. So you look at these things on like Wikipedia and it's kind of like, it takes a lot of, I don't know, sort of imagining yourself in these people's shoes and like watching these travel vlogs because you can read these words on paper and be like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy with a dictatorship. They don't even say dictatorship on yeah. Wikipedia. It's just oh, this guy made executive orders and he can last forever. And then you start thinking about it and you're like, oh, this is like a horrible dictatorship. Oh, yeah. It's what this guy's doing, but it's not written in plain English. But then again, I'm speaking as an American. I'm not speaking as a Latin American. So I'm not, I'm only coming at this from my perspective. My dad right? used to have to travel to Venezuela. Really? Yeah. And um, the, there was very, he had to, I remember he had like three trips planned there and the two of them ended up getting canceled because salesmen were getting kidnapped and yeah. they had their fucking organs cut out. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, like, people waking up in those ice baths and shit, missing a kidney. Eddie, Fucking gets, crazy down there. It gets bad. I was um, I was on a cruise one time mm-hmm. in the Southern Caribbean, and we were supposed to go to Caracas. And, uh, like, the morning we were supposed to go to Caracas, they were like, hey, you know, um, there's a there's a riot. We're not going. There's just Extra riots and coups. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's just been happening since the 1800s. And, like, I also don't understand, because I'm not Latin American, like, mm-hmm. where my feet are not on that soil. So I don't understand their socioeconomic 
They don't things. have the they don't have the best reputation these days. They don't. They un, don't. Un, unfortunately. But it gets really bad. So let's go on. The average monthly salary comparatively to USA is about six dollars a month. Oh my god. Which is the cost of a hamburger. So it's expensive. So people pay because you know, relative of mm-hmm. like a hamburger cost to a month cost. It's expensive. You're not going to go there and have a cheap vacation. Yeah. If you go to the island of Margarita and you go, like I saw in the travel vlog, he was trying to go buy drinks and hang out. And he said, this is equivalent to going out in Switzerland. The wow. prices. It's that expensive. That's crazy. People pay with a card instead of cash because the highest bill is 500 Boliviar and a hamburger is 300, sorry, 30,000 Boliviar. So you'd have to carry like backpacks full of cash if you wanted to use it just to get a hamburger. And that's only in the city of Caracas because they have card reading machines and a lot of places outside the city you have to pay in cash. So there's videos of people carrying duffel bags of cash to get weighed in to get on the bus just to go to work. They don't even count the money. They weigh it in. That's crazy. It's crazy, Eddie. You gotta, you gotta, it's uh, you gotta hand in the old bills and make new ones. I guess. You know what? It's gonna get worse. Sorry. It's gonna. I I sound like an idiot. If you're a political opponent, you're gonna get jailed and tortured. If you go anything about the guy in charge, they're gonna torture you. If you say he's a bad guy, they're gonna fucking throw you in jail. According to the Human Rights Watch, Maduro government has engaged in brutal repression with security forces and armed pro-government groups committing egregious abuses, including extrajudicial. Killings, short-term and first disappearances, arbitrary arrests, and torture. It goes on. I'll tell you the worst thing, Eddie. I'll tell you the worst thing I fucking saw. The worst thing? It It gets gets, worse. It gets worse? It gets worse. So I looked at a couple travel videos, like I said, and like there's this one guy who I saw, and I won't name his name because I don't want people going to his channel. Hmm. But he's in this favela, which is, and he's like all these kids around And he keeps like, it's like a weird conversation with these kids. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't understand why I feel off-putting. And I've seen a lot of other travel vlogs, and I don't feel off-putting by their conversations with children. I don't know what it is. And I look at the comments, and all the comments are like, the beautiful children. Look at the beautiful children and their smiles. And I'm like, I mean, I love kids, but I'm not on YouTube. Yeah, I'm definitely not writing about their smiles. Look at the beautiful children. This is weird. And then this girl shows up. And because the whole video, the click is girl invites me into her home. She was about 12, 13 years old. I'm looking at her body because that's what the body shape I had at 12 or 13. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she comes up, you know, they're sort of talking. And then there's this moment because he has the camera. He's the only guy, the only cameraman guy. And she's walking up these steps and he has the camera really low for this long shot. And it is a very long shot of a 13 year old girl's, I'm assuming from her body shape, her butt the whole time. And I'm like, this is weird so i go and i look on that guy's channel and he's a fucking sex traveler of course so he just goes to these countries and a lot of his other videos the women look more of age which i guess it's legal but still fuck you yeah fuck you for going to like take advantage of these women in poor countries and also extra fuck you for like showing these children in this light you should have reported the video he has 2 million subscribers, Ed. Whoa! 2 million subscribers. And I went on another deep dive, and there's another guy that's also bad that has like 8 million subscribers. He's like a top, he's another sex guy that mm. just, we watch his videos so he can like get the the change to go, f- whatever. Yeah. But this guy, I just hated him so much for showing me a pedophile's journey 
Basically, I was like, why am I looking at this? But he's not Venezuelan. But he's not. He's a white guy. Okay. Oh, of course. He's a tall, handsome white guy. And he goes into the house. And of course, the girl's father is like making him food. And he's just like, it's okay. It's all right. He's he's just kind of being a jerk. And everybody in the comments were like, look how proud he looked at you. Yeah, because he wants you to marry his daughter and take her out of here. Yeah. That's why. He's not looking at you with pride. I'm smelling a, a, a spun expose on this guy. I fucking hate this guy. I, I want him to should, get I, shot in the head. Well, I mean, well, you, you should, you should you know, let's learn a little more about him. You okay, know, okay. We're, we're not throwing out death threats here on the brighter side. This is the brighter side. The brighter know? side, brighter side. The- <laughs> it's brighter side. We're all looking at positive. I got so mad at this guy. And then I looked at the, like, um, the trafficking in Venezuela. It is the most sex human trafficking of all of Latin America. It is really? a tier three, which is the worst. Whoa. Tier three is they have no rules for sex trafficking and they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to stop it. They don't care. And I think it's because they have their oil export, but they need more money to come in. So of course they don't give a shit. Let's... They have the number one oil reserve in the whole world. Yeah. But then why are they selling women and children for more money? You don't need to do this. You have the number one oil export in the whole world. I think those are different people, probably. Sorry? The people selling oil and the people selling women. I think it's the people selling oil that that are taking all the money. I think they're highly corrupt. I think it's yeah. a highly corrupt government. Definitely. This Maduro guy, someone's got to kill him. Oh, I mean, you know. Kill him. I'm sure it's not going to last for too long. I, I don't, he's, but then in this term. You can only wish death on three people per episode. Just right. so you know, there's a rule. Thank you. There's a rule. <laughs> Thank you. We get one more country, so we'll no see. So we'll see two so far. But because this Chavez guy, you know, the poor people loved Chavez. And they're, they, he said, you know, a president can stay in long as in term as long as whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, yeah, the elites hated it, but. The poor people liked it because the elites hated it so much. So they kept voting for him. Now, like, and then this guy put in Maduro. So it's just like, it's a it's a fuck sandwich. Yeah. It's really bad. And I would say get out of there. Get out of there as fast as possible. But please don't vote for the same thing that happened there. Yeah. No, for you know, sure. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. why it happened. It's right above Brazil, right? Yes. It's very close. Just go to Brazil. Just go to Brazil. Yeah, just go to Brazil. I mean, they also, they got their own problems. They got their own problems. I mean, I didn't do a big socioeconomic. I only did a little bit on like the favelas in Rio de Janeiro. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have done more, but I wanted to bring They a- got their own, uh, they got their own Trump over there. In Brazil? Yeah, 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 yeah. They got the, I, I should have looked I forget, into that. I forget his name, but he's he's just as bad. And you like- Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's like the same fucking thing. I should have looked into that, That's but I didn't. The, I'm sorry. I wanted one kind of 15 light- 15 minutes. One know? light one, one not, but whatever. Uh, subways are free, but that's because no one's manning them. Yeah. I, the, the videos I saw, people were just walking in and being like, No yeah. one's manning the train? Like, Or no one's like counting tickets. Oh, okay, yeah. They don't give a shit. They're just like walking in. I mean, what are you going to do? Bring a bushel of money and fucking, you know- but potato sack of cash yeah. just to get on the train. I mean, you got to make it free at that point. Yeah. What are you going to do? It's like, I mean, there was a, like a, I saw a video of a man picking meat, rotten meat out of the trash. They just need like a do over. They, they just I need guess. like a straight up, like a you know, blank slate, you know, stop everything and rebuild completely. It seems like. I guess. I just can't get over like how much, like, you know, just how fucked it is. is it, all, it is awful. It is awful. 
But um, it's so it's just corrupt. Yeah, you got to get them all out. But then, like, who are you going to put in? Someone who's worse? Because that's what the guy before Chavez was. People mm-hmm. thought he was corrupt. Yeah, and that's why they put in shot. It's always the case. You're like, this guy's more corrupt. Let's put in our guy, and it's this a, guy's fucking worse. In the moment they get in there, they get drunk with power. Yes, they they, they go back on everything they said they were going to do, and it's a, it's, a, it's a disaster. You know, it's a but yeah, it's a it, but that's you know, I'm sure it's our fault. Uh, when it Our comes, fault? To, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people wanted this guy to come into power. I mean, yes, America had some responsibility, and mm-hmm. the the new guy blames America solely. I think they should take some of the blame. To oh, be honest, for sure, they I mean, should be this adult, guy. Take some of the fucking blame, and also they um they say America is downtrodden and it's a falling society. Fair enough. They're now uh, allying with China. Oh, so now China and Venezuela are going to be in cahoots. Good. Yeah. Whatever that means for their future, I don't know. That but means no. they're getting in with Russia. You know, everyone. You know, they're all Iran. They're all buddying up. I smell it's a world st- war happening. Well, you know, we, I like to say that maybe there isn't. You know, it's a positivity <laughs> podcast. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I smell a world war. I don't I, like any of this shit. I, you know, I don't like it either. I don't like that he just puts the blame on America. Yes, America did come in and like. They had a lot of coups in there. Mm-hmm. And yes, they killed a lot of people. We did bad things. But at a certain point, you have to be like, you put this guy in power and then he's a bad guy. Get him out. Yeah. They, um, they, other than Germany, they have a lot of, lots of cuckoo clocks. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just tried to make a joke. Right, no, I got... <laughs> no, I thank you, Eddie. I just got so mad seeing these... And also these sex no, travelers. Don't, Someone don't... should shoot them in the fucking head. That's three. Okay. That's the, that's the, and that's the third person that I wish to get shot in that. Well, no. So it's Maduro one. And then, wait, no, that sex traveler guy. Yeah, yeah. But then so you said, would you put an S on the other, on the second sex traveler? Oh. So there technically could be thousands. You know what? <laughs> Maybe thousands should die. This is why I shouldn't be a dictator. Because I'd be like, oh, you go to Peru to fuck, excuse me, coerce underprivileged women to have sex with you and they can get pregnant and possibly die from your sperm. How about we shoot you in the head? Well, yeah, let's stop talking about my father. Okay. <laughs> right. Because they don't, these girls in these third world, they don't have doctors. They don't have a physician they can go visit no, to make sure their pregnancy is safe. You're killing them. Yeah, yeah, no. And they don't get it. They just want to give them a couple pesos to get their rocks off. Shoot them in the head. Yes, I, I agree. Sex travelers should be shot in the head. Okay, so let's move on to Sudan. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got so mad. If anybody has insight in Venezuela, because it's obviously such a deep political history, it's such a uh, interesting history, please let me know yeah. what I missed. Well, I'm going to keep it short on Sudan because it's arguably worse. Um, All right. <laughs> Well, no, keep it going. Oh, yeah, no. So here's the Sudan uh, national anthem here. And uh, I wrote some jokes on the Sudan here. Let's see. uh, It sounds peaceful. Well, you know, something has to be over there. Uh, Sudan is directly below Egypt and above Ethiopia, which is about where I would personally rank them. Um, (laughs) Sudan is 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 a high risk country to visit but a low-risk country to stay away from altogether. Um, There was an Arab Spring in Sudan, which smelled much worse than the Irish Spring. (laughs) 
<laughs> Good old Sudan. Um, you know, so Sudan, uh, it's, you know, we're, we're going to keep it short. It's uh, Did I go too long in Venezuela? No, you did just fine. I'm just keeping it short because the, I'm I'm trying to find nice things. To you say. got too hard. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Um, Sorry. There, Sudan has uh, more pyramids than Egypt. All right. Okay, there's that. It used to be like lower Egypt, but then it became the Sudan. You know what? You know what sucks is like, I got Sudan kind of half confused with Siam. Yeah, you said that last week. And the last like... week I was like, oh, the king and I, I was so excited. You know, mm-hmm. it seemed like fun. No, it's not that. And no, then I was that. like, and I was like, oh, Sagat, the great, you know, the the fighter from, uh, not also not from uh, Sudan. So, no. it, um, but yeah, they have, they have more pyramids. Um, they got, um, they, it once, it, it once was Africa's largest comf- uh, country uh it actually takes uh 2% of the world's total land area what yes that's sudan. a lot that's a lot that's a lot um sudan has about let's see how many people all right here here's here's the formation of sudan uh was a uh, 2500 bc and went back oh. when it was called the kingdom of kerma and then it became the Kingdom of Kush. Smoke weed, baby. That was in uh, that was in 1070 BC, and it stayed the Kingdom of Kush. God damn, I wish it still was until 1885 when it became the Modest State. And in 1899, it went to Anglo-Egyptian condominium. Or, I don't know. And then in 2011, it became Sudan. See, I would have like uh, I would have thought that Sudan was around much longer than that, but. I mean, it was there, you know, it's been there since uh, 2500 BC, but I thought it was called Sudan earlier than that, but turns yeah. out I'm wrong. It's an interesting example of how you can just gaslight girl boss the world and be like, no, it's yeah. always been this way. And it was that way since for like 10 years, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And um, it's 48 million people live there, which is wild, um, but it isn't a safe place at all. Ooh. A lot of it is under ISIS control. Um, I met these... Um, when I went to Austin to do the special that we did about immigrants. You met ISIS in Austin, Texas? Oh, uh, no. No, <laughs> no, ISIS melts in Austin. Uh, but the, uh, no, okay. actually, no, it's hotter in there. But the, uh, the uh, I met these women because I went to a, um, it was like an immigrant, like, shelter. Mm-hmm. And I met these women that were from Ethiopia that had to, like, who literally got captured by ISIS in Sudan when they were walking uh, all the way. They were trying to walk to Egypt so they can catch a boat to uh, to Italy, and then they got they got caught in a Sudan in a Sudanese prison for I think two years or something. Oh These are like God. young women. They're like. 23 at the time when I'm meeting them. and So they were probably like 16 when yeah. this happened, 18. Yeah, and they're just like literally, and so they got caught there and then they went to, and then they got to Egypt and then had to get their way on a boat. Lord knows how they figured that out. And then when they got to Italy, they had to get on another boat all the way to, all the way over to uh, Guatemala. And then they walked from Guatemala to America and then we put them in prison. And uh, when they mm. got here, and uh, like Sudan, it's like not good. There's no, um, it's also very Islamic, but it's not like, Fun Islamic. You oh, it know? looks like FGM was criminalized, female genital mutilation. When do you think it was criminalized, Eddie? I'm going to say two years ago. 2020. 2020. That's was, right. You're yeah. absolutely right. I was right. Um, yeah. That's when they cut off your fucking clit in labia. Yes. Okay, keep going. Eddie. But, you know, it, progress. Progress. Um, they, so it's uh, 91.7% Islam, but it's not very safe to uh, believe in any other religion. Uh, they... Often kill priests and, uh, and and stuff like that. There's a lot of uh, ethnic uh, genocide, um, lots of terrorism. Um, 
Darfur, you know, it's not good. All right. Um, so we're staying positive. Right or side. We're right. positive. You're so uh, much more positive than I was. Oh, uh, is it? You know, I'm just trying to <laughs> trying to keep it juicy. You don't you know? want to shoot anybody in the head, Eddie? Yeah, much uh, it once was a home to an underwater research center. Hmm? How about that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and what happened at that research center, Eddie? Possibly one of the world's most intriguing underwater experiments. In nineteen sixty three, the explorer and oceanographer Jacques Cousteau set up the Continental Shelf Station 2. This was an underwater reach center located 10 meters, 33 feet below the surface of the coast of Port Sudan. He started developing the, the site in, during World War II when he was part of the French Resistance. Then in the 1960s, became home to five aquanauts who lived in the undersea base for 30 days. The men had access to air, water, food, and other essentials, as well as small two-man submarine for underwater explorations. Cousteau documented the experience in his film, World Without Sun. Interesting. Huh? Huh? We're doing it. We're Bright, doing it. Brighter side. Brighter side. All right. Lots of uh, a haven for wildlife enthusiasts. You know, they got a lot of water underwater sites there. It does look gorgeous. It, like, the deserts are pretty. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, but in, in dry land, there's also the, the Dinder National Park, which is one of the oldest national parks in Africa. Um, it spans... Uh, it's 6,395 square miles uh, and is prote uh, of protected parklands. It's rich biosphere uh, reserve is a diverse flora and fauna. I uh, don't know what that means, including uh, migratory birds, buffalo, um, bush duck, dick dick, gazelle, giraffe, greater kudu, um, the heart day beast. There's lions, ostrich, uh, antelope, water buck, rhinoceros, cheetah, elephant. It's got... You know, you can check out. They got the oh. good animals. Oh, and Eddie, check out because it bordered like a little bit borders the Red Sea. Check out this coastline. Oh, beautiful! Isn't that gorgeous? That Look at that gorgeous. water. Yeah, the Red Sea, not filled with blood. <laughs> um, Sudan fought Africa's large, longest civil war. Keeping it positive, moving past it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the ambitious Great Green Wall project. Sudan is part of the Great Green Wall project, along with Burkina Faso, Chad, Djibouti. Etria, um, Ethiopia, Mali, uh, Mora, uh, Mauritania, Niger, Nigeria, uh, basically is an incredibly uh, ambitious initiative aiming to build 4,970 miles of trees straight across Africa to create the largest living structure on the planet. It will stretch across the entire width of the continent along with the arid Sahel savanna all the way to the Atlantic Ocean and to the Indian Ocean. So they are a part of that. They are planting trees over there in Sudan. It was launched in 2007 and uh, hopefully will finish at some point in time. Uh, I love, oh, sorry, I'm looking at things to do and it looks like there's a big diving and snorkeling society there mm -hmm. and the Angorash Reef, the mother of sharks. There's a lot of reefs, so they really keep like the the coral reefs intact there. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully they do. I mean, no one's really keeping the tabs on them too much. Um, overall travel risk, very high. Um, Sudan overall is not a safe destination, is considered to be very risky, and many governments advise their citizens not to travel there. Uh, if you are already there, plan on returning as soon as the opportunity presents itself. It's country uh, of great conflicts and dangerous political uh, turmoil, Tra uh, taxis, medium risk, pickpockets, very high risk. 
um, natural disasters, medium risk, mugging, high, terrorism, high. You, you, lots of terrorists are likely to carry out uh, many attacks in uh, Sudan. Um, Darfur, uh, obviously, you know, that's a whole three-hour episode. Oh, and Darfur? Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's like a whole fucking thing. Uh, scams are very high. Um, women travelers, medium. Medium? Medium for the women. But I... um I'm going to go ahead and disagree with that just because of the women that I met. Um, <laughs> right. What if I want to go? I don't want you to go. Um, okay. I, I'll talk you to go somewhere else. Probably Brazil. <laughs> um, the Sudanese pound is the uh, the official currency of Sudan. Uh, ATMs do not exist in Sudan, um, nor do Airbnbs. There are no Airbnbs in Sudan. Really? Yes. Um, the weather, even though it's in the tropics, uh, can vary from arid uh, to tropical. And so it goes, it runs the gamut. And uh, if you were going to fly into there, uh, you're most likely going to fly into Khartoum International Airport. There's some hotels in Sudan. Of Sorry. course, there's, you know, there's going to be hotels. There's going to be, there's going to be hotels, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I'm going to go ahead and stick with the travel risk thing. I don't want you guys going. I did. I did look at the prices and it says you have to contact the property. It's not available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just it's just not available. Yeah, the, 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 it comes the, the cost is a bag over your head. Uh, it's not it's it's not a good idea to go. Um, I, I, I really I'm sure it's beautiful and I hope one day that it will become a much better place Whoa, to visit. None of the hotels will give me prices or dates to enter. Oh my god. Yeah, it seems like a you know you shoot by the hip type of. Uh, get shot in the hip type of joint. These are five-star hotels, Eddie, and they're not letting me, like, check in or anything. Yeah, well, you know, you're also searching in America, and they probably don't want us there. Right. Yeah. They so. don't want us there. No, no. They don't want us there. They, they're dealing no. with their own thing, and I don't need to come in. You know what? America shouldn't be involved in so much. Yeah. We get too much involved. When we learned about Uzbekistan in the last Spin the Globe episode, there was a whole lot of, like, you go, the people love you, they bring you in your house, they feed you. That, yeah. Not soon. Um, don't go to Sudan. Uh, I, I wish I had more nice things to say. Uh, it seems nice, um, land and animal wise, but, um, that's about it. I would imagine it's surrounded by, uh, Egypt's like the best country it's surrounded by. The rest right. of it's very scary. Eritrea is a very scary place. Eritrea? Eritrea. That's in my pants. Yeah. <laughs> That's the you know, that's the that's a neighboring country. It's a uh, it, uh, it's gigantic. It's scary. Um, stay out. How I'm do sorry. I spell Eritrea? E R I T R E A. Oh, that's I actually where the women were from, not Ethiopia. They went from Eritrea to Ethiopia to Sudan to Egypt, and then over to Italy. That was that was how it was. There's you know I look it up and the pictures. It's a lot of men. Yeah, it's a lot of men in the pictures. Also, not a lot of women. Yeah, that's because they leave. They go right. or they get killed. You know, there's been some times I've been like on the streets walking around in like a different neighborhood than mine because I like to walk. I take the bus wherever. And I'm always like, why do I feel weird? I don't know why. And I look around and it's because there's no women on the streets. Yeah. So when there's women around, you know, it's going to be a nicer place. And a better party. And a better party. You know, I always like, you know, uh, women yeah. at the party. A lot of women have, have women yeah, at the party. Everybody does. Showing, showing their hair, showing the, the butts, yes. whatever they want. There's so many places in the world and like just ideologies everywhere. I'll say it's not one particular place. It's everywhere. Whether it's like dangerous for women to go out. So then some of these 
alpha guys. And they're yeah. just like, the women got to stay at home. We got to protect them. So then it gets more dangerous outside because there's no women around. And now they're like, oh, we got to crush their spirits even more. Yep. Yep. Just that's, let that's the women out. That's what happened in Greece. Really? Yeah, yeah, the Spartans, you know, they they wouldn't made the women stay at home. They all just I hate all that shit. the boys. Why do they do that? Uh, you know, it's old times, uh, no progress type of deal. And Listen, also new times. This has been the brighter side. <laughs> uh, <this laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been an interesting ass episode. If you want to check us out on Instagram, that's Amber Smelson. I'm Eddie Tunes. The Brighter Side LPN on Twitter. It's at Eddie Tunes underscore at Amber Smelson at Brighter Side LPN. Today, if you can, come make it out to the Pack Theater, the Broadwater. Um, that's 6320 Santa Monica Boulevard, 9 p.m. Brighter Side Live featuring Lisa Curry and Fifi Dosh. It's St. Paddy's Day. Let's get green, you fuckers. Brighter Side Live on Twitch. The next one's going to be on April 12th. And Wally the Alligator is booked. April yes. 12th. He's coming back. He's got to. You paid him, Eddie. I did pay. Well, you know, he's, he got paid. Um, <laughs> so he's going to be there. I, I, want an, I want to talk to an alligator. So that show is going to be on April 12th, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. That is on the last podcast network Twitch channel. We got Patreons. Amber, why don't you tell people about yours? I'm Amber Smelson on Patreon, and it's a way to support me as an artist. I do cooking videos on there, and I also do a lot of um, meditation by the moon, which sounds kind of silly. But I do look at how the moon fluctuates and what you can be doing right now. Beautiful. And um, that sounded crazy. I mean, you know, it's, it's also factual. That's just what I've been doing lately. Yeah, I've been like, yeah, it's yeah. a new moon. Maybe try this and this and this. Here's it's a playlist. Some, it's for people. People love it. They're Thank there. You, you know, they, it may sound crazy to you, but people are enjoying it. They they, they love you. And I made a worm moon playlist and people liked it. Mm, yes. Uh, I'm on Patreon too. It's patreon.com slash Eddie Tunes. It's home of the Eddie Tunes two hour radio hour. I got an episode all about dogs coming out soon. I'm just talking about dogs, playing songs about dogs. I fucking love dogs. Wolf, wolf, wolf. Spotify, Ed Larson, uh, Napster, Eddie Tunes, if you want to find my cool playlist on there. Uh, enjoy yourself. Be good to yourself. I'm going to be doing some live dates around the country. The 30th of March, I'll be at the Miami Improv, and the 31st of March through April 2nd, I'll be at the Palm Beach Improv, all those with Nimesh Patel. On April 14th and 15th, I'll be in Honolulu, Hawaii with my cousin Jeff Ross. And on April 27th, I'll be back at the Palm Beach Improv with him. And April 28th through April 30th, the Dania Beach Improv. And then, of course, on May 19th, the Brighter Side Live at the Pack Theater. You can't miss these shows. Watch my movie, uh, How America Kill My Mother. Listen to Amber's other podcasts with the great Natalie Jean, The Someplace Underneath. Sticker giveaway is going strong. You can send us a self-addressed stamped envelope to the Brighter Side Care of LPM, PO Box 470, North Hollywood, California, 91603. Thank you to our editor, April, Madeline, our picture taker, Ryan, on the ones and twos, and Maddie, our social media guru. Thank you, everyone, for taking care of us so well. And taking us out today is the theme to Brazil from the wonderful movie Brazil. Brazil. God, I love that movie. It's a beautiful movie. It really is. We should do a, like a um, the director. Uh, Terry Gillum. We should do a Karen Terry Gilliam night, a I'd, movie night. I'd love that. Time Bandits. Yes. Yeah. Fear and Loathing. Fear and Loathing. Great movies. I love it. The we big love foot. you guys. The Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, what's the one where they are doing plays? Holy Grail. 
Not the Holy Grail. It's the one with the... Life of Brian. Baron Munchausen. Did oh, I say that? I don't know. Either way, we're getting out of here. Okay. Bye, everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Good morning. Baby, it's a brand new day. Experience a different tomorrow with Norwegian Cruise Line. Book today and get 50% off your cruise to Alaska, Europe, and beyond. Plus, everyone can enjoy their vacation with free unlimited open bar, free specialty dining, and more. Visit ncl.com, call your travel advisor, or 1-888-NCL-CRUISE. Offer ends soon. Norwegian Cruise Line. Ships Registry, the Bahamas and USA. Restrictions apply. The rest of my life gonna start today.